We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for December 12, 2022. Uh, a lot to cover today, and uh, I'll go ahead and open us up with our prayers that we rotate. This is the updated group prayer list of current event prayer points. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to expose and destroy the Great Reset Agenda worldwide, designed to bring in the New World Order, and for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine. Please protect the Christians and the innocent and the righteous in the Ukraine and, and the surrounding areas, and may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of evil will be exposed and destroyed regarding this war. And for you to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide, with all of its big brother agendas like DNA defiling, graphene oxide filled, parasite ridden, nanotech laden vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca and others, and for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdown and quarantine mandates, and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports, and for God's judgment and destruction to be on the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil to be exposed and destroyed, and for you to stop and defeat the Demiurge, the god of chaos, who seeks to destroy all of humanity and infest humans with these AI parasites, primarily via the, via the COVID kill shot. And for you to thwart any deep state false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers, Christians, and gun owners. We pray for the destruction of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all D-Wave quantum computers, and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened, and all dark matter they have created, that it would be destroyed, and for the reversal of every Mandela effect they have produced. Regarding the body of Christ, we pray for strength, endurance, courage, guidance, favor, divine providence, and the foreknowledge and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day. For the defense, protection, and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and all the targeted individuals uh, worldwide. For God to reveal any unconfessed sin, iniquity, trespasses, and transgressions to his Christians that need to be repented of, and any ungodly agreements that we have with this world. For God's will to be done in all the Christian churches, whether in buildings, online, or otherwise, that are in bondage to the spirit of witchcraft. And for God to expose and remove all witches and ministers of Satan, masquerading as angels of light in them, to break the power of all witchcraft over these churches in the name of Jesus, to loose the spirits of truth and discernment on the deceived Christians worldwide, and for them to have eyes to eat, see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth, and to deliver his Christians from the spirit of witchcraft and from following a false light. We pray as you instructed in Luke 10:2 that the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. And for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away. And for the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy Christians and that they would be exposed. We pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide. We pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil American political Amer administration and all other evil political administrations worldwide. And for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans, and then if they will not repent of their wickedness, that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision, and that they would turn on each other and devour one another, and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness. And for the destruction of the Chinese, CCP plans to take over America, Mexico, Canada, and elsewhere. For the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. For the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit Earth. For God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere. For God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide. For the stoppage of all U.N. troops already in America and elsewhere. 
for God's intervention regarding all the weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine, for God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by directed energy weapons attacks and the wicked plants surrounding this to be destroyed, for the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide, for the destruction of the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere, for the stoppage of the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming into the U.S., and for the stoppage and the exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere, for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth, specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, OmniSpace, Amazon, and Earth Now, and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs, for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks like Protasia and Nambla, we pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of all the children in prison, in prison in these satanic torture centers and for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies, for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in all these evil networks, for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses. For the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide and the stripping of all power and of witchcraft from their owners and employees. For the eradication of all witchcraft being worldwide, trying to bring in more evil death and destruction. Against the internet kill switch implementation. For the destruction in, of the plans and wickedness of high level politicians everywhere. For the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them for the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine and the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries, for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the Real ID 2023, um, for the stoppage of the South African genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in Africa, for God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide. For the canceling of any Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide, against further also against further vote rigging in elections everywhere, and for the stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere, for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, next Nextrad Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators, and for the destruction. Uh, of all wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers. For the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, and murder or infiltrate humanity. For the, for the pop culture rock, rock, rap, music industry, and any other music industry that's wicked to be eradicated. And for the eradication of the Vatican Pope Catholicism and that the Catholics would be saved. For the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For, the, for all satanic ritual abuse and MKUltra mind control victims that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them. And for the wicked factions of the public universities and public school systems to be turned to righteousness. And for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vac vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, Implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies and to deactivate, neutralize, and destroy and purge any other wicked things the globalist, the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies. And we loose 
legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will and we bind up every devil demon evil entity or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petitions or angels and command them to go where jesus christ tells them to go and command that none can come to take their place in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray all these things amen okay so going into our first report here uh and you know before we get into current events i like to a lot of times cover things um more of a, a Christian type of nature, things that would pertain to uh, Christianity and things of this nature. Um, this one is entitled Human Evolution Debunked from Rock Soup to Superhumans. The theory of evolution is an attack on both God and the Bible. No God is needed if all life evolved from rock soup over billions of years. And that's the whole purpose of evolution, to destroy any semblance or faith in god and it was also used for a lot of other agendas like in nazi germany and, and for you know the anti-semitism and the i mean they graded like jews and blacks on the scale on the lowest scale of evolution meaning they had evolved the slowest so that's it gave hitler and the nazis the justification they needed to eradicate those races, gypsies, things of this nature, to eradicate those those um, uh, races and not have any conscience about it at all. Now, granted, it takes a lot of devils and demons coming into you to sear your, your conscience to that point, regardless of whatever justification you might think you have. It, that still takes a whole lot of devils and demons at play to, to get you to that point. Um, but the wholesale slaughter of different races it wasn't just the jews i mean there was a lot of other races they targeted in other countries that they invaded um i'm not i'm not a holocaust denier though either <laughs> i mean but there were a ton of not only jews but other races that were eradicated you know when you when you look at that you look at all the first-hand testimonials of our own troops that went in and actually you know i, I got into this last week um, regarding Holocaust denial. But anyway, so, you know, Darwinism is a heavy player in all this. Obviously, it's it's really the, the main player, the justification for, you know, how they could do this and how they could justify this. And this is also presented in the context of a totally godless world. So if there's no God to answer to, and we, we're just one big accident, and we evolve from, you know, some primordial slime that came out of the rock soup from billions of years ago, what is the point of life? You know, what, eat, drink, you know, <laughs> today for tomorrow you die, you know, type thing. So man is just a highly complex mutant that accidentally appeared in a hostile universe if you look at you know the world this way this takes all accountability away installing the survival of the fittest as the standard of all behavior no moral law no ten commandments just wandering chemical organisms trying to figure out why we are here evolutionists now dream of a utopia where man's mutations can be accelerated by uh, biotechnologically eliminating disease aging poverty and creating these superhumans of course that's all an abomination too because they're modifying the DNA, and, and the, that's what a lot of these COVID kill shots, a big agenda behind them for those that maybe do survive, is the absolute total modification of our DNA, changing us into something that's not fully human. 
The theory of evolution is based only on a phenomenon of the educated class in the Western world. It has been, it has only been around for a couple hundred years. In the early 1800s, John Baptiste Lamarck, who died in 1829, proposed his theory of transmutation of spe species, the first fully formed theory of evolution. In 1858, Charles Darwin and Alfred Russell Wallace, Wallace published a new evolutionary theory explained in detail in Darwin's On the Origin of Species that was um, published in 1859. Now going further, uh, and there's a link here you can click on the articles and other resources in the following sections of this page will help you and your discussions with those deceived by evolution. There's a link here, but I'm just going to read you some of the um, bullet point headlines from different things that are discussed regarding this. Um, the first one is evolution's proofs rapidly vanishing. What do peppered moss, ancient horses, and the Piltdown Man have in common? They're all pillars of evidence of evolution that have crumbled. Uh, then another one titled Little Bugs That Evolutionists Would Like You to Forget. Here is here exerted from the collapse of evolution by Dr. Scott M. Hughes, who was um, a listener a client of mine he ordered uh clinical nutrition for me and um his wife uh, i'm still in contact to with to this day he passed away last year um he he worked a lot with uh on this subject okay and he wrote the collapse of evolution and he is one of the many humorous examples in nature it is one of the many humorous examples in nature that make evolutionists just look silly uh, then, the next one is, the Pope denies Genesis by endorsing evolution. Yeah, you can't have both. You can't be an evolutionist and say you're a Bible believer. It, it, you got to pick one or the other. How do you explain Genesis 1 if we evolved from a rock? Then we have the ancient astronaut theory, which really is what intelligent design is based on, which is probably more what you're really going to here when the quote aliens make their big debut and what the ascended masters have been teaching for a long time whereas they were our original creators and they came here and seeded the planet with all life millions of years ago and we evolved into what we are now we're the little science project but we've messed things up so badly that they've got to come back and police their little science project and that'll be their justification for bringing us into the new world order which they will probably do this under the guise of being white hats meaning they're going to be most likely yoked up with the supposed good guys fighting the great reset and bring us into this wonderful new world order bringing us out of the old world order bring us out from the age of pisces into the age of aquarius and that's the way i i envision it going down some derivation of that and i've discussed that a lot particularly in the last two years so calling evolution more than a hypothesis pope john paul ii gave his official now this is a little dated but pope john paul ii gave his official support to the idea of evolution while speaking at the pontifical academy of sciences in late october then um how old is that fossil evolutionists speak with great confidence i'm, I'm i've covered this before i'm just going to cover this briefly again because this is this is one of the main pillars whereby which they can deceive um, 
the masses. Because if they can convince you that this fossil's millions of years old, how do you line that up with, with the Word of God? Okay, the whole what, you, you, you go into the, the, the gap theory and all that other stuff. I, I, don't, I don't teach that. I don't, I don't subscribe to that at all. Um, and this explains that we don't need something like this old earth theory that so many Christians adopt in order to, I really think a lot of it's in order to, to say, well, now we can explain the, the fossils that are millions of years old. Well, what if their dating method was totally flawed? What do we found that out? Well, it is. It's beyond flawed. So evolutionists speak with great confidence when they toss around dates related to age of fossils in the earth. When you take a closer look at their evidence, great gaps appear. For example, radiocarbon dating is one of the most famous, famous methods that they use. Uh, Dr. Ken Hoven, and I understand, Dr. Ken Hoven is gigantic red flags now. He has totally gone off the deep end. He is, I mean, I exposed him not too long ago. It does not mean that his early research is bad or flawed. His early research is some of the finest I've seen regarding like the things that he cited, the research that he did. I mean, it's just some of the greatest videos. This creation of evangelism series is some of the greatest videos you could ever show anybody regarding almost all facets of the subject. Okay, so I'm not saying he's perfect or anything, and I would not mess with him now at all. But his creation evangelism series, the you know, his old stuff was awesome. Uh, okay, so Dr. Kenhoven exposes many discrepancies in the dates produced by the method in his creation evangelism videos. Hoven cites an occasion, and you can go watch them all online for free on YouTube, unless I've taken them down. Hoven cites an occasion where a living mollusk, a living mollusk, was dated at 2,300 years old. Now, how do you explain that 2,300-year-old gap? from a living mollusk. Another document reported that an absolute that absolute data had been obtained for a geological formation uh, and it was a value of 300,000 years plus or minus 300,000 years. How do you explain that? Yeah, three it's 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 somewhere. It's it's 300,000 years plus or minus 300,000 years. Wow, that's Kind of cancels one another out there kind of you know it's insane in other words okay one leg of a mammoth discovered in frozen alaska was dated at fifteen thousand three hundred and eighty years while the skin of the same mammoth was dated at twenty one thousand three hundred years so like only like six thousand years difference of the same animal just different tissues these dating methods are totally inaccurate, is the point that we're trying to make here. Different parts of another baby mammoth dated at 40,000 years, and then also the same mammoth at 26,000 years, while the wood immediately around that same carcass was dated at nine to 10,000 years. So you've got 40,000, you've got 26,000, and you've got nine to 10,000, all in basically the same little area there. How do you explain that? Well, it's totally inaccurate. That's how you explain it. New advanced dating techniques used on sediment found with Homo erectus skulls in Java 
in the 1930s dated them no more than at 27,000 years old. Scientists previously declared that that species, supposedly an ancestor of man, vanished some 250,000 years ago. So there's 27,000 years compared to 250,000. Which one do you believe? Potassium argon dating is another method, but how accurate is it, is it when it dated the lava from a hurricane volcano eruption in 1801 at 1 1.6 million years old when it was like live lava erupting? Okay, but it dated it at 1.6 million years old. So, anyway, the, the, if you want to see the full report, I give you the link on all these in the PDF for this date of 12-12-22 uh, at contendingfortruth.com with the PDFs. Next report, world-renowned scientist computer proves Noah's flood. A new computer in the supercomputing department at National Laboratory of U.S. Department of Energy, Los Alamos, New Mexico, is being used by a world-renowned scientist to present evidence that the Earth is less than 10,000 years old. Just as the Bible says. Okay. We don't need this old, when you have dating methods that are totally inaccurate, why would you, you know, the, and that's easily provable. Why do we have to have this old earth type of theory? Uh, then fossilized, another report, fossilized mosquito drilling holes in the theories of evolution. That's, these are just rapid fire links you can click on. Uh, then another one up in arms over evolution up in arms over arm evolution if people's arms evolve from apes arms why are they shorter and weaker isn't evolution supposed to bring improvement next report fossils prove pre-flood earth was ideal environment creation scientists are amassing evidence that life was much different before noah's flood yeah and ken hoven gets into that in in one of his creation science evangelism videos and really lays that whole thing out it's it's amazing Pre-flood was totally different than our. That's how they could live to be over 900 years old. It was a totally different environment. The um, atmospheric pressure was like double. The oxygen content was double. And we were most likely living in an environment where there was a canopy that was broken up during the flood. There was a canopy overhead that shielded out the harmful uh, UV rays that cause a lot of the aging processes now i'm not saying all uv rays are, are horrible i'm just saying that it does produce obviously aging in, in um, uh, oxidation of the tissues and these types of things anyway he gets into that in his creation evangelism series what what it was like there and he explains all this and um bill then another report is entitled billions of years can billions of years do what what is otherwise impossible yeah exactly okay so just some bible verses about atheists and evolution psalm 14 1 the fool has said in his heart there is no god they are corrupt they have done abominable works because that's kind of what it you know what it's based on romans 1 19 and verse uh verses 19 and 20 because that they that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, that's, that's like us, 
uh, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Job 12, verses 7 through 10. But ask now the beasts, or, or they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall teach thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, who knoweth not all these, that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this, meaning the hand of God has made these things, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing in the breadth of all mankind. 1 Corinthians 2.14 But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. So if you try to teach people about these types of things that would point, you know, invalidate the God of the Bible, to many unsafe people who have closed minds, who are under demonic mind control, these are going to appear as foolishness to them. You know? And and um, you got to be selective in who you try to give truth to and, and who you don't. And I've talked about this before regarding that. From a biblical standpoint, I've talked about it. Then Colossians 2.8, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. And that's a great example of Darwinism and the theory of evolution. Okay. It's philosophy, vain deceit, tradition of men, and the rudiments of this world. But it's not after Christ. And it obviously it goes totally contradictory to what the Word of God says. God created, you know, everything. And just read Genesis chapter 1. And that's where it literally the foundational underpinnings of the Bible are that. So it is a very big deal. If, if you don't believe, if you truly believe in evolution and Darwinism, well, you can just throw the whole Bible out. Because you can't reconcile the two. There is no reconciliation. So I got this the other day, and this is very brief, but black Hebrew, I entitled this Black Hebrew Israelites, who I've done several teachings on just key that in in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com uh, they are demon possessed and totally insane they are proclaiming quote the reason brothers Kyrie I, I guess Kyrie Irving I believe from pro basketball and Kanye Kanye West the one we just talked about last week the reason they are shaking things up is because a great awakening is happening and I'm just going to um play this quick um, thing from Twitter where they're talking, these black Hebrew Israelites who are filled with more hate than any other demographic. What they got going on? Let me back this up. So they got this, this uh, board up and they've got all of their, what they refer to the 12 tribes of Israel. Reuben is the, let me just see if I can see some of these. I've, I've read these before. The Seminole Indians. Reuben's the Seminole Indians. <laughs> the Seminole Indians were an amalgamation of like a whole bunch of, of Indian tribes that fled into southern Florida to escape, um, you know, like persecution. They were fleeing mostly for their lives. 
and trying to get away from, you know, the white man infiltration coming into America. They were also, along the way, there were blacks that made it that into their bloodline. There were other, they weren't just a pure tribe, okay? They were an amalgamation of other races and tribes. Yeah, primarily Indian tribes, definitely. But it's not like they were some whatever. Um, but that's the tribe of Reuben, according to them. Uh, I'm, this is just the Prince Two. The Issachar is just Mexicans. Judah is African Americans. Uh, anyway, I've I've read these before. I mean, it's, it's total, total, total insanity. This this arbitrary assigning of the twelve tribe of tribes of Israel to the black and Indian races now, and it's all about divide and conquer. It's all about we're better than you. You're not like us. We hate you. They hate all white races. Um, they hate, I think, anything that would assemble resemble the Jews at all. Um, and they believe they're the chosen ones. It's just like the British Israelism believe they're the 12 tribes. It's just total pride-filled insanity is really what it is. Rewriting the Bible. So I'm going to let these... These devils give us a little history lesson here and, and tell us what's really going on here. This is not a, it's only a minute. No, they're they're in like some kind of very big public venue spewing their hate here in some public place here. Why don't I feel good about yeah. what Kanye is saying? Both of them and Kyrie. What they got going on? Well, I'll talk mainly about So Kanye. he's talking to a white guy and in the, the black Hebrew Israelite on this microphone is saying, why don't you feel good about what Kanye said? And, and Kyrie, why don't you feel good about that? Obviously, it's because we're the only racist, right? Um, oh, the tribe of Zebulun is Central Americans. Ah, okay, finally. And uh, I'm trying to get some of these. Oh, Levi's um, Haitians. Okay, so, all right. So this is what they believe. This is literally their doctrine. What about Kanye? Why you don't feel bad about what you're And he's praising. You're half Jewish. Yes, and he's praising Hitler. So he says you're half Jewish. The black guy. I'm not sure exactly what he's basing on that. And the the white guy talking back to him says, "Yeah, he's praising Hitler. We we told you he's praising the Nazis. We 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 um uh got into that last week in the last teaching." Saying the Nazis are cool and saying the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, no, we support Hitler. Right. All of you? Yeah. No, we support we support that. Because Hitler was killing your people, man. Hitler knew who the real Jews was. Right? Oh, so Hitler knew who the real Jews was. Whatever that means. Yeah, he knew who the real Jews was. Okay. He wasn't oppressing my people. Oh, he wasn't oppressing. Let me tell you, um, dude. You need to get your facts straight because Hitler did not view the black races, if that's who they're typically always blacks that are preaching this. And this isn't about being racist on my name. I'm just saying I've never even seen a black Hebrew Israelite preaching on these streets like madmen that weren't black. Um, Hitler viewed the blacks around on the same level as the Jews and the evolutionary scale. There just wasn't a lot of blacks in the areas he was taking over. He would have killed them all in mass too.
Okay. So they were not. How could you ever have if if Hitler's if Hitler was trying to obtain the Aryan fifth root race, the Uber mention, the Uber man, the 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 um, God man, the white Aryan God man? How could he achieve that through the black races? So obviously, if they would have been um, in high numbers or wherever they were, they would have been eradicated. But there were there weren't a lot of blacks in the countries they were invading, at least initially. So I mean, again, it just shows you the the ignorance that's going on here. Coming for your next, right? He's coming for you next. So let me, let me give you a wake up call, man. You're not a Jew. You're not Jew, right? So because see, they're the Jews. I guess I think that's what they mean. You're the seed of the devil, man. See the devil, because just because we're white, we're the seed of the devil. Okay? This is how, see, this spirit of insanity and these cults and this false religion and this having no regard for the word of God, this is the norm. This is 100% the norm now in the world. Most people have some made-up religion if they're not a particular religion they've got some made-up religion in their mind of what they view god is and people that are gullible and that don't do their homework and maybe have you know a, a lot of devils and demons they're dealing with they get sucked into this type of stuff and a lot of it what a lot of it does is it feeds off divide and conquer i mean just like if you were in the kkk or something and you are white and you think oh i'm better because i'm white and it's the same dynamic it's just now this is blacks doing this and and other ones that they have in their different tribes so that they can be better and exclusive and filled with pride and say i'm better than you and you have no right to exist because guaranteed if we're the seed of the devil, do you think they would have any compunction not killing us in mass if given the opportunity to wipe our seed off the planet? They're no better than Hitler whatsoever. They just don't have the numbers to pull it off in America yet. If they had the numbers, they would do it, I believe. You look at the hate that they're operating in. And, it, and so much of it's based on pride. I'm better than you. You're seed of the devil. I'm the real Jew. I'm the real tri 12 tribes of Israel. Total, just throw the Bible out the door. Total insanity. Some devil that, that started whatever respective devil death cult that they're in, they think, oh, this is the only way. Finally, we're so special. We're so good. And we, we're the only ones on the planet that know the truth. The Mormons think that. The Jehovah Witnesses think that. The Seventh-day Adventists think that. The Black Hebrew Israelites think that. The British Israelism people think that. The Jews that are that are the religious Jews think that. Anybody in a particular religious sect think collectively, typically, most of the time, that they're the only ones that have it all figured out. They're really the only ones operating in truth on the planet. All I would ever call myself is a Bible-believing Christian. That is worthy of, totally worthy of death and hell, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. And then if, 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 you know, 
I could, I would accuse myself before God of, of missing the mark and, and not living up to his standards. And I would be in total agreement with him. Now, I, I won his mercy, obviously, but I appropriate his mercy through the Lord, through the Lord Jesus Christ, his shed blood, his death, burial, and resurrection, his finished work on the cross. So you appropriate salvation, you know, getting saved, that type of thing. And all of that is about humbling yourself. It's the opposite of pride. It's admitting you can't earn your way into heaven. You can't, oh, I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a particular bloodline or because I'm black or because I'm a particular religion. All of that is based in pride and it's all works-based as well. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his, his mercy, Jesus Christ's mercy, hath he saved us. For you are saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. All this is boasting. And boasting is rooted in pride. It's the opposite of humility. And these people have no fear of God whatsoever, which is also connected with humility. No fear of God at all. All of these people are hanging out over hell by a thread. Any unsaved person walking around is hanging over hell by a thread. They just don't know it. If they could see their precarious situation, and I pray God show them, I really do, not because I want them to suffer, because I don't want them to suffer in hellfire for eternity. You know? If they could see their precarious situation, how close they are, from plunging into hell, and I don't care if they're in perfect health, they could go out onto the road right now and get into a head-on collision and be in hellfire. Right, these brothers are so on, 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 on these platforms, Kanye and Kyrie shaking things up. It's because it's so, so Kyrie and, and Kanye are shaking things up, and they're brothers. Now, we talked about this last week, I mentioned it at the very end on the teaching on Kyrie. A couple of my listeners had wondered and heard, I think, that Kyrie, um, no, not Kyrie, but Kanye, was a closet black Hebrew Israelite. He couldn't come out and proclaim he's a black Hebrew Israelite because I think that would hurt his brand too much. I mean, yeah, he's totally acts like he's insane all the time, and that doesn't really hurt his brand, I guess, but um, he can sell all those devil shirts on his websites and, you know, for $600 a pop and. You know, all, all those evil, wicked that I got into. I, I posted pictures of them in the PDF from last week, too. You might, If you haven't seen them, you might want to check that out if you're interested. Um, he could do all that wickedness, but if he came out as an overt black Hebrew Israelite, I think it would hurt his brain too much. And it's always all about the money at the end of the day, isn't it? The love of money is the root of all evil. So, anyway, let's go further. Awakening happening. Right? Right. A great awakening. A great awakening. Evidently, and again, only among this exclusive group that they have aligned themselves with these these black Hebrew Israelites and their interpretation, their unbelievably blasphemous and flawed and wicked interpretation of what they think the twelve tribes of Israel is. No way could they ever prove it in the Bible, even remotely this blasphemous theory. And this is why the Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you don't know the Bible, you're going to be um, suspect to this. And this is why I only use the King James, because, I mean, whatever you feel about the King James, 
if you're reading 14 different versions, which one, I mean, which one do you believe? How does that work? God is not the author of confusion. I've given my case for the King James Bible being the word of God, okay? I've given my case for that in many teachings, just King, King James Bible or whatever, and you'll see many teachings I've done on it. Totally different line of underlying text based on the modern day versions, which, you know, totally different line, which came from the Catholic Church, okay? The Sinaiticus and the Vaticanus, which became the revised version of 1881 that Westcott and Hort put forth. And that's the one that spawned virtually all the modern day versions. And they were two high level occultists that actually did seances with people like Charles Darwin. <laughs> and that's where the underpinnings for all the modern day Bibles, other than the King James, essentially come from. And that started in 1881. That's why it's so important to know to know the Word of God, because that's our foundation. And if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse three. Jews are back on the streets. And these so-called fake Jews who stole our identity are going to go... Oh, they stole your identity. Yeah, I must have missed that in the Bible. That the 12 tribes of Israel were these races that they're saying, they somehow, you know... It, it's so insane, I can't even fictionalize how insane what they're saying is stole our identity i mean I, I, this is like i said this is demonic insanity because you're not a jew right did the holocaust happen it did happen and we, and we... so now he's admitting it did happen but then here's what he says did and he said it did happen and we're glad that it happened <laughs> because see they hate all the white races and the Jew races. So they hate Caucasian, evidently, and um, Jews. And they're glad it happened because that's what they believe has to happen in the world for the world to be good and right and just. In their sick, twisted, demonically infested eyeglasses that they're looking through. They're that sick. That they believe this. And they go right out of... Could you imagine if this was a Christian doing this? And in like some kind of weird twisted way or portraying himself as a Christian? Obviously, this would not be Christian to do this. But can you imagine if a Christian was going out there saying that, you know, I don't know. Even even a, somebody that like was into British Israelism or something. And they were going out there saying, we're the... And, and it's good for all the blacks to be eradicated. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know... Can you imagine the public outcry? Can you imagine what would happen like on the news? And, but they can go out there and preach this hate all day long and it's no big deal. So that was, uh, that, that's the, the, the clip's only that long. I can't even imagine what, you know, I mean, what else was said there. All right, so let's go further. And again, you want to know more about that, just keep black Hebrew Israelites in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done several teachings where we expose them. 
Here's another one. And, and I'm, I put these out because the Bible says to mark them, which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans 16, verse 17 and 18. We're supposed to mark them. Okay, and this isn't hypocritical marking where I have a beam in my own eye and I'm looking, I'm marking my brother for the speck that he has in his. That's the kind of judgment that Jesus Christ said don't do. Okay, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things. And Jesus talked about judge righteous judgment, which is a biblical attribute. And if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. So self-judgment which is a form of humility is very, very key with all of this. And this is a devil that has been on the Alex Jones show many times. I've seen him elsewhere as well. The, a listener sent me this and it's Leo Zagami, who is another frequent guest on Alex Jones is let's expose him. Um, she says, starting at the one minute mark, he says he, well, it's not exactly the one minute mark, but after that, he says he is the Messiah. He says he is the coming weighted Messiah. And he is recognized as such by the Jews. I, I would kind of doubt that if you, if you got a whole bunch of Orthodox or Hasidic Jews together and say, what do you think about Leo Zagami? Oh, yeah, he's the awaited Messiah. I don't think so. I, just, I don't think so. He was the head of the P2 Freemasonry Lodge in Italy, P standing for propaganda. He has been in the U.S. for several years now. Controlled opposition, he is. I believe he is on a special mission in America, being an Alex Jones of sort. He was on the Alex Jones show a while back exposing, and I put in the word modern-day Vatican. Because he still aligns himself with the Catholic Church to a certain extent. Okay. But it's more the modern-day. You know, it's like, I, I hear that a lot. I've heard that a lot. Of the, oh, it's just after Vatican II that the Catholic Church lost her way no it was from its inception in 316 a.d when constantine started that whole devil lying false religion mess known as catholicism and yoked itself up with all the heathens and the pagans and their traditions and their holidays and their holidays and put and christianized them like ishtar easter and saturnalia which they turned into christmas which was originally the birth of the sun god tammuz and now it's the birth date of jesus christ the son of god they just christianized these pagan holidays and the majority of christians celebrate them to this day that's what the catholic church did okay so Catholicism has been wicked and corrupt from its inception. They're the ones that gave us the Inquisitions, which primarily went after real Bible-believing Christians, martyrs, read Fox's Book of Martyrs, and, and all of the different ways they would torture, like the most sick, twisted, sexually sadistic, weird ways they would torture people. But supposedly that was of God. Yeah, there's a lot of New Testament Especially, there's no Old Testament for torturing your supposed enemies into confessing whatever they're trying to get them to confess. The Pope, the whatever. I can't... Spanish Inquisitions or Catholic Inquisitions in the keyword search box. I did a whole thing. It's so sickening and stomach-turning, though. Be prepared if you get into that. I've done more teachings exposing the catholic church 
probably than about anything else. A lot of them were early on. We're talking sadistic, sick, evil, the opposite of Christianity, all done under the guise of the unholy Roman Catholic Empire. More wicked fruit from that devil empire than just about anything on planet Earth. He was on Alex Jones' show a while back, exposing the modern-day Vatican and has written several books about it. If he were really a defector of the P2 Lodge, the Freemason P2 Lodge, as he says, he would not be alive to tell about it. This video was made several years ago. Since then, he dumped his Muslim wife, got his teeth fixed, married an American Italian, and lives in Palm Springs, California. <laughs> yeah, because in the video, I don't even play that part. He complains about his living conditions wherever he was at. He has his own video channel where he said he was in the Italian Air Force and was trained in propaganda. He acts like a buffoon often, but that is a front to disarm people. Uh, he once had a slip up saying that he had not been accepted in the U.S. He has not been accepted in the U.S. as of yet, It would and it would take time to infiltrate and win over the U.S. Because that's why he's here. But that is why he's here. Uh, he also said he was a member of the Monaco Lodge. I'm assuming Freemasonry or some type of lodge. And he was a 90th or 95th degree there. Bill Schneblin was the first one that ever started talking about there's much higher degrees than 33 in different types of lodges. Okay, so he was a 90, 90th or 95th degree there because the degrees don't get that go that high in the P2 Lodge. Not sure if you have a file on him, but you might want to start one. I think he will be more visible in the days ahead. So I'm just going to play, you know, for anybody that might have, you know, thought that this guy is any kind of, I don't know, truth or validity, please understand, he is a devil of the highest order. And I'm going to let him speak out of his own mouth and you can hear it for yourself. Okay, so this is him talking. He's in some, it looks like he's in some type of, uh, like he's between housing uh, housing complex and there's this little connection between these two housing complexes and it looks like it's, I don't know if it's encased in, it's like this tunnel maybe, I don't know. You can see out of it those glass. Anyway, I'm trying to give you a little bit of a backdrop. I think this is from 2012 when he said this. But also the poor people are living a miserable life because the order of things has been changed. But we know that on the 21st of December 2012, there will be... So the 21st of December 2012, new world order and there will be a new world order. That didn't happen. If, if you're talking about some big gigantic change that happened on the whatever, 21st of December 2012, Th that didn't happen. So he's showing right off the bat he doesn't know what he's talking about, and it, it bare minimum, or, or at worst, he's definitely some kind of false demonic prophet. 2012, there will be a new world order and a new sacred Roman Empire, which is a new sacred Roman Empire. That didn't happen either. Sacred Roman Empire rising again with an emperor, which is the Prince of Santeria here for you. Baron. The Prince of Santeria. That's great. You know, one of the highest forms of, of like Caribbean witchcraft. It'll, so to be a new world order with the emperor who'll be the prince of Santeria. I mean, I, I'm sold already, guys. I mean, where do I sign up? Okay. Hopefully there'll be a lot of voodoo commingle because, you know, you, Caribbean magic, you got voodoo, you got Santeria, you got those, a lot of those things there. So th this, to me so far, I don't really see any problems with what he's saying. I don't know about you guys. 
Roman Empire rising again with an emperor, which is the Prince of Santeria here for you, Baron of the Roman Empire, and Paggio Gregorio. And basically, I will be elevated to the rank of emperor. So, so I guess he's saying he's the Prince of Santeria, and he's going to be elevated to this emperor in the resurrected, um, unholy Roman Catholic Empire. So he's going to be the one leading all this. And this was going to be, um, this should have been a long, long time ago. Now, what happened, Leo? What what happened? I thought that you were, you were going to be leading the unholy Roman Empire like 10 years ago out of your own mouth. I, I didn't, I must have missed something. I don't see that happening. I am who I am. I am that I am. So he's saying I am that I am, just like the Bible says that this blasphemous devil is basically equating himself with God is what he's doing right now. That's what he's doing. Emperor, so I am who I am. I am that I am. I change my uh, my body like I change my clothes. So he changes his body like he changes his clothes. Why don't you do that, Leo? Why don't you do that right now? Why don't you shapeshift into, I don't know, a zebra or maybe a horny toad or, I don't know, a pile of maggots? I, I don't know. Something, the pile of maggots would probably be the most appropriate, but um, something to really wow us, Leo. Why aren't you doing that? If you say you can, show me. Been here forever. I oh, he, so he's been here forever. Okay, so, so I mean, no boasting at all. Like I changed my clothes. I've been here forever. I am the Sphinx which hides uh, at the shadow of the pyramids. Okay, so he's the Sphinx that, sh that hides the shadow of the pyramids. The Sphinx outside the pyramids. So, I wow, I mean, he's he really, this guy gets around, man. I mean, he's, he's everything. He is, he is everything rolled up into um, to one package, you know. He is the... The complete package of, of everything. I am that Leo you see at the roots of the obelisk in St. Peter's. Oh, so he's the Leo of the roots of the obelisk in St. Peter's, too, I believe, where the Vatican is at. Leo Bicit, the tribute Judah Radix David, and so this holy grail has been preserved in my family for centuries. They were into the Leone family of Rome, then went to Scotland, but that's why the lion is the alchemical symbol that hides the bloodline of Jesus. So, so he's also the bloodline of Jesus, evidently, or, or he is Jesus, as you're going to hear here in a second, because he he am he said I am that I am, and I've always been here, and he's and he's also the this. Uh, this Merovingian bloodline, which again is is the blasphemous bloodline, the Illuminati claim, is the bloodline of Jesus, meaning he was never crucified, and this is how you get get there, and he was whisked off the cross. The cru crucifixion never happened. Of course, you always have to attack the deity of Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. Of course, you have to have that, and um, he um, took Mary as his wife, Mary Magdalene. And they had kids, and that's where the Mer Merovingian bloodline, supposedly, it's all blasphemy, it's all lies, but that's what, now he's also inserting himself into that. So the Merovingian is all rubbish. The truth, bloodline of Jesus, is that it's being preserved in the Lion family in Scotland, oh. which is all connected to... Oh, so he's the, we're going to get the truth from him. Okay, the Lion family in Scotland. He doesn't look real Scottish, he looks real... Uh, Italian and stuff. So he even says, he says, I'm a real mixed kind of like mongrel 
my so you know not, not exactly sounding like he really could be the right maybe bloodline for a lot of this but uh, you know who, who cares when you're leo zagami the english royal family the british empire has this great opportunity of having uh, the royal blood of david, uh, david. royal blood of david this is what happens when you just totally give yourself over to satan and pride i mean again black hebrew israelites we just same same types of spirits just totally beyond delusional demonically insane and I'm just telling you, from, from what I'm seeing, this is just becoming more and more and more the norm. All these false prophets that say they're hearing from God, they're, all, they're, all they're hearing from are the lying spirits that God let infest them because they gave themselves over to a reprobate mind a long time ago. They went after filthy mammon a long time ago. And, and you know, the devil will meet you at your need. Yeah. I have been now recognized by the Jews as the Messiah. Oh, really? Where I, I missed that in, in the, the Jewish post. I, I didn't see that anywhere. I haven't seen that anywhere since he said it from 2012. He's there coming away to Messiah, which would make him the Antichrist as well. So he's claiming he's Jesus Christ. He says, I am that I am. He says that I'm this or I'm that. Guys, unbelievable. As Yosha, as uh, obviously for them it was a shock because a lot of them considered me a goyim, an impure. And then goyim, yeah, the Jews would consider him goyim and, and impure. And here's the thing: in order to be the Antichrist, you have to be of the right bloodline, and the Sanhedrin has to vet you and prove your lineage back to David. Okay, I've I've done whole studies on this particular subject okay and that's why when people say oh barack obama i'm like there is no way from a lineage standpoint they're going to accept barack obama as their coming awaited savior you have to understand that's the main criteria for the antichrist if you look at the bible and you go by the biblical standards of the bible there's no way prince charles and the cup of tea thing can be that either he might be of the right illuminati whatever bloodlines to be in the illuminati he's not going to be accepted by the jews as their coming awaited savior i don't think we know who that is yet okay um that wicked capital w has not been revealed the falling away of the church remember okay second thessalonians chapter 2 verse 3 there's going to come a falling away of the church before whether you're pre-trib post-trib or mid-trib before the rapture occurs there has to be an apostasy of the church, according to Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two, verse three, and the wicked capital W has to be revealed. So all these people in the Christianity, since I've been saved, that have been saying, "Oh, Jesus could be coming back at any second. No, he can't. No, he can't. Well, there was a falling away of the church back then when I got saved in the nineties. True, true. But the wicked hadn't been revealed. It's and the wicked be revealed. Capital W, the Antichrist. He hasn't been revealed yet. You have to have both of those things. Again, whether you pre-trip, mid-trip, pre-wrap, whatever, post-trip, it doesn't matter. You got to have both things. So you, there's no way Jesus is coming back until the last thing that has to, I mean, again, whether you're, whatever persuasion you are, and I've done a whole teaching on, on, on what I believe is the truth, and it's just key in tribulation, okay? 
post-trib versus pre-trib, and I did like a three or four-part teaching on that. I don't want to get into that right now. Um, you've got to have the Antichrist be revealed. Okay? Before, and the apostasy of the church. For sure, we got the apostasy of the church. No problem accepting that. Okay? You look around and you see the state of, which is what usually we report on on a weekly basis, but the wicked, capital W, hasn't been revealed. And there's very specific parameters for what the religious Jews are looking for in order for them to believe and for order for them to accept who the Antichrist will be. And it does have to do with lineage and bloodlines and things of this nature. And a guy like Leo Zagami or Barack Obama or Trump could never fulfill that. And I've done studies all along the way why Obama's not the Antichrist, why Trump is not the Antichrist. And here's the biblical reasons why they can't be. I've also done biblical reasons on why we're not in the tribulation yet and proving that there is a seven-year tribulation from a biblical standpoint. And, I, and then also was exposing preterism, saying that basically all that's passed and I guess we're going to just do away with the book of Revelation and Daniel because it's already been fulfilled. That one. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. That's why the Bible says, uh, says, be not of many teachers. And there are so many people up on the internet just spewing out total lies and heresy. And they've always got audiences unstable people up there many times many women up there being teachers there's no biblical parameters for for women up there acting as a pastor and teaching doctrine there is none you start it's one thing to 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 get into current events and into but it's another thing when you start teaching doctrine that's just the norm or women and men saying they're prophets and prophets what is your what is your record on on your prophecies well, I got it right once, maybe. Well, then you're a false prophet. In the Old Testament, you take you out and stone you. Deuteronomy 18. Or if you're a prophet, and even if you, even if what you said came to pass, like a fortune teller maybe gets it right. I know my mom went to one and they got it right some of the times. But if they're leading you away from God, you still take them out and stone them. Because the devil does have some foreknowledge a lot of the times. Not all the time, but you know. And those spirits that emanate and operate through fortune tellers can sometimes get it right. Doesn't mean they're of God. Doesn't mean they're not leading, trying to lead you straight into hellfire. It's why it's so important to be biblically grounded. There's more deception now than there has ever been. This is, I believe, in totality, the strong delusion of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, which we're just talking about that. The same time as the apostasy of the church, the same time that wicked, capital W, the Antichrist, will be revealed. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not, what? The love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Most people have pleasure in unrighteousness. Most people have no love for the truth. That is the norm. I hate to say it, but it is. Doesn't mean I think I'm perfect. I'm just telling you what I've observed since I've been a Christian. I don't mean all Christians either. I'm just saying, by and large, in the main, looking at the totality of humanity, most people don't have a love for the truth. And they do have pleasure in unrighteousness. 
This devil here, Leo Zagami, is a great example of just another deceiver trying to take people to hell with his blasphemous, evil, wicked, soul-damning doctrine. Let's hear a little more from him. I'm so mixed, but I am that Messiah. What can I do? I am that the Messiah. What can I do, eh? Where's the pizza pie? He's the Messiah. Really? What can I do? You know, greatness that was just thrust upon me. You talk about blasphemous. I mean, you talk about no fear of God whatsoever. I'm a goyim, an impure, because I'm so mixed. But I am that Messiah. What can I do? I am maybe impure for some, but pure for God. Because I was... <laughs> pure for God. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're about the most impure, blasphemous devil I've ever seen on two legs. But you think you're pure. Typical. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah 17, 9. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool, Leo, is what the Bible says. I just read this verse the other day and it immediately came into my mind. Proverbs 29. Who can say I've made my heart clean? When the heart is desperately wicked and who can know it? And is deceitful above all things. Who can say I've made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. Leo Zagami sure can. 2,000 years ago and I told you exactly the same thing. Say, oh, no, 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 we got to hear this part. So, so he says he came here 2,000 years ago. So he's saying he is Jesus Christ in the flesh. He was here 2,000 years ago. I am maybe impure for some, but pure for God, because I was here 2,000 years ago, and I told you exactly the same things I'm saying now. Why do you have to treat me this way? Oh, he's so persecuted. They persecuted, and I, I don't even want to say that. I don't, I don't even want to even joke about him. But that's what he's basically saying. I mean, now, why do you have to treat me this way? Why, when I speak the truth, you have to crucify me? <laughs> why do you have to do that? I mean, watch where we are. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't want to hear anymore. It goes. It goes for about another five minutes. I. I don't even want to subject you to any more of that lying, fork tongue devil that you just heard but i wanted you to be aware of him when he goes on alex jones and just yet one more disinformation agent now you can get a whole lot of truth on alex jones but you have to glean okay and ultimately where alex jones and mike adams end up pointing you in the end i do not think it's going to be a good place okay i don't Trump calls for termination of the United States. Next report. He calls for termination of the United States Constitution after Elon Musk's Hunter Biden drop. I just wanted you to be aware of this. Uh, former President Donald Trump had a strong reaction to Elon Musk's much-hyped information dump on the handling of the Hunter Biden laptop story. He called for the termination of the U.S. Constitution. 
The Twitter CEO, Musk, announced late Friday afternoon that he would be revealing what really happened when a story about Hunter Biden's laptop was banned on the social media app and the New York Post Twitter account was suspended over the story. To this, Trump said, quote, So with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception, in working closely with big tech companies, the DNC and the Democratic Party, do you throw the presidential elections of 2020 out and declare a rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. Well, the Constitution would, would not permit that either. Why would you want to throw that out unless you were going to form whatever new world order government you wanted us to bring us into, bringing us out of the old world order into the new world order? And I do believe Trump is probably going to play a pretty good role in that, along with the other a lot of the other so-called white hat good guys that have aligned themselves with that devil. I am very, um, I am uh, not aligned with the vast majority of people in alternative media that are still on the Trump train and ignore all the wickedness he has done. Like Adam, Mike Adams, like Alex Jones, like so many of the freedom lovers and the alternative media and the, and the freedom doctors and the great whatever, not the great reset, but, but, they're, but they're the great awakening or whatever the Great Awakening tour or whatever they've got where all the patriots gather together and hype Trump and to this day, all the wickedness he did, they just ignore. And that just lets me know at the end of the day what team they're going to end up on and it's Team Satan. Unless they get off, unless they get their eyes opened. So again, it's right-left paradigm. And it's Coke-Pepsi. It's Democrat, Republican. It's tribal. It's okay, divide and conquer. It's yeah, we'll give you way more truth on this side. Ultimately, we're still going to try to get you into hellfire <laughs> if you follow us, because <laughs> who we're going to end up pointing to. <clears throat> it it becomes more obvious and more clear to me every single week, every single time I do a study that that is the case. There will be very few that won't be deceived. If it were possible, they, Jesus Christ talking um, in, about the end times, they, I don't know, it's false prophets and these kinds of things, but they shall deceive the very elect. And that's why this ministry exists, so that you're not deceived. And then relating to this, and I'm just going to read this to you, Ivanka Trump, a young global leader, at the World Economic Forum, okay, on the same um, thing as Macron and Trudeau and Putin, yeah, he was one too. They're all on the same team at the end of the day. All this stuff going on about how Russia's going to nuke this or that, maybe, maybe they will launch it. I don't know, but all I know is at the end of the day, they're all on the same team. They're all trying to bring us into the New World Order. There's just different 
flavors of it. It's all same side of the same wicked coin. Everybody at the top. I don't. Trump is included in all of it. They all are. I'm not saying every single politician is wicked and evil and rotten to the core in American politics. I think the more closer you get to local level, obviously, the the more chance of them not being horrible. But the ones at the top of the food chain, pretty much, I can say we're universally, they're wicked and they've been put there for that reason. And they're playing their part. They're, they're actors and they're playing their part ultimately to bring us into that new world order. Where the Antichrist and false prophet are going to arise and they're going to come as men of peace and like they got all the answers and have all the problems figured out and get rid of the old wicked cabal and destroy the, the old world order in order to bring in the new, like the phoenix rising out of its own ashes. So Ivanka Trump, a young global leader at the World Economic Forum, if you're not familiar with the World Economic Forum, they're the leads who boast that by 2035 they intend to rule over the world and make sure that you own nothing. I thought it was like 2030, but there's a link here you can go to to see the proof. She, she admits it right in her own bio. I couldn't copy and paste the bio that wouldn't let me, but you can click on the link and you can see it for yourself. You know, uh, getting more into the current events, the first report is China buying up the world's gold supply in preparation for the new world reserve currency designed to end the dollar, which I have said for years and years that that is coming. You can't print money out of thin air forever and have there be no repercussions with nothing back in it, no gold, no silver, no nothing. This is how they, this is the primary way they economically destroy America. Printing the money into infinity. In the first quarter of this year, central banks around the world purchased 87.7 tons of gold. Tons of gold. That rose to 186 tons for the second quarter. Now these are central banks doing this the ones that probably would be the most in the know in the whole world. The ones that are like on the literal cutting edge of the wicked corruption of what goes on worldwide from an evil standpoint every day. The banks. Okay. And they're the ones purchasing all this gold. In the third quarter, they, they purchased... 399.3 tons of gold. Gold. Tons. 2,000 pounds per ton. A shocking 300 tons of gold was purchased by China alone, according to Zero Hedge. And there's the link to that report. Confirming what we've long suspected, even though China's purchase was deliberately shrouded in secrecy, that means China is buying up the world's available gold supply at a pace that dwarfs all other countries on the planet. Why is China doing this? China is thought to be stockpiling gold to cut greenback dependence, reports Nikkei Asia. There's a link to that report. China has made similar moves in the past. After staying mum since 2009, Beijing stunned the market in 2015, disclosing it had boosted its gold holdings by 600 tons. It had not reported any activity since September of 2019. The People's Bank of China likely bought a portion of the Central Bank of Russia's federal gold holdings of over 2,000 tons. In essence, Russia is selling gold to China so that both nations can ditch the dollar. 
and 100 other plus nations are likely to go along with them, resulting in the collapse of the global dollar hegemony. But our wicked government is going, they want that to happen too, the Biden regime and them. It's just way easier and more palatable for people to pin it on the Biden regime than if Trump was in office and if he was doing that. Doing exactly what they're doing right now to the economy. You know. He was still an actor. You know. But. People can grasp it better if Biden, from the right-left paradigm standpoint, they can understand, they can wrap their head around, oh, Biden's just trying to destroy the country and he's wicked he's evil and you know trump wasn't though yeah right preparing for the launch of a new world reserve currency backed by gold and other commodities this is why they're buying up all this gold while the united states of america is printing trillions of dollars in mad money and trying to wage war with russia through its proxy state of ukraine even though i believe that's theater as well china is stockpiling gold at a truly astonishing level BRICS nations, meanwhile, are preparing to launch a new global reserve currency that would challenge dollar dominance and end global reliance on the SWIFT system, which has been weaponized by the West against Russia. Once this happens, the tide goes out in all nations that have been swimming naked, i.e. not having enough gold reserves in to back their currency creation, end up getting tossed to the trash heap of history. That's what the dollar, that's what's coming for the dollar which is naturally backed by nothing printed into oblivion the dollar's era of global hegemony is rapidly coming to an end the biden regime isn't even bothered to pretend they might be interested in halting runaway money printing instead they're cranking up the currency printing machines to unprecedented levels then looting the nation with ukraine funding shell games and money laundering schemes that make the mexican drug cartels look like they're playing tiddlywinks here is the current debt burden for the United States of America via usdebtclock.org. You can see, you know, it's like U.S. national debt. I think it's thirty-one over $31 trillion here. It shows all the breakdowns of it all. Those who know what's coming are acquiring physical gold and silver. Now, I'm not telling you to do that. You take it to the Lord in prayer, okay? But if all I'm saying is if the economy collapses and the inevitable end of whenever the dollar does come, and I don't, I don't 100% know how that's going to play out. Gold and silver will always have intrinsic value. Okay. No matter what. No matter what they do, they will always have intrinsic value. Things that you can barter that are, you know, practical will always have intrinsic value. Um, maybe services that you can perform with your body. Specialties that you can have. Um, that like... A, manual things that you can do or make or do that will have still have intrinsic value okay um th those that know what's coming are acquiring physical gold and silver it's not just china that's acquiring gold either physical withdrawals from comics silver vaults have reached record highs as we reported in august quoting andy skechtman and the, the reason is is uh, people have asked me over the years you know why why haven't you know gold and silver why aren't they where they should be because they they're, the prices they're they're at are abysmally low at compared to what they really should be well when you're the illuminati and you're the rothschilds and you decide the price of gold and silver at the end of every day in london that's why you know so that's 
I don't know how high they're going to end up going. I don't know how high they're going to say that they are going. You know, when all this does come crashing down, I don't know. I don't know. But they're always going to have intrinsic value, just like those other things that I mentioned. Precious metals industry expert Andy Skechtman warned that the silver market is being drained of its physical silver inventories with around 285 million ounces of silver disappearing in recent months. Now, a lot of that is because of industry. Because silver is consumed at a gigantic rate through different industries, different technological industries, solar panels and things of this nature in, in computer circuitry. Gold to a certain extent too, but silver way more. Wealthy individuals too are taking delivery of physical gold and silver knowing that this is the, and again, I would only take physical delivery and I would not order it online unless you want to create a nice big fat paper trail. I've said that for years. Said that for years. You order it online, you do that, they know exactly, or you pay, use a credit card or whatever to pay for that, they know exactly who ordered it and how much you got. And if they do what they did like in 1933 where they ban it and say, oh, you got to turn it in, well, they're going to know where to come. Especially if you're not off, you know, whatever. I've always advocated for years finding somebody local that you can deal with at a flea market someplace that has a low overhead and buying things like junk silver where they're not going to counterfeit something like junk silver pre-1963 and before dimes, quarters, half dollars, whole dollars one ounce silver rounds things that they're going to less likely counterfeit reputable people that you can trust but one that where you can go and not create a paper trail you know where you shouldn't have to give them your id and create this big paper trail don't pay for it in, with a credit card or whatever use cash i've said that for years um <clears throat> going further here um Wealthy individuals, too, are taking delivery of physical gold and silver, knowing that this is the asset class that outlasts the rise and fall of nations. Remember this when governments and central banks tell you gold is worthless while they buy hundreds of tons of it, though. <laughs> yeah. Often while attempting to hide their acquisitions in secrecy. The typical American investor falsely believes that they have achieved diversity by holding a basket of stocks and bonds. Yet all those investments are in the same asset class, e equities, and they all depend on the dollar's continued dominance which almost guaranteed is going to go away when they destroy the dollar and thus destroy the last vestiges of the middle class, which has been one of their main goals for decades. When the dollar craters, all equities that depend on the dollar will suffer a similar fate. Anything you have in paper that you can't get your actual hands on could go to nothing overnight. Do as the Lord leads you. Pray fast. Do whatever. I, mean, I don't... I'm not trying over here giving you financial advice. I'm just telling you some of the scenarios that could happen. True diversity means moving outside dollar-denominated assets and seeking preservation of wealth in instruments that have no counterparty risk. All fiat currencies have counterparty risk. They can collapse without warning as the world loses faith in the corruption of the government backing them. If the central banks really believe in the staying power of fiat currencies, they wouldn't be buying 
gold at all. They could just back currencies by other currencies. Yet the fact that they are buying up so much physical gold and silver reveals their true knowledge and intent. With national currencies, when national currencies collapse, countries like China plan to use gold to achieve public trust in their replacement currencies, which will obviously be backed by gold, silver, and other physical commodities. And most likely, those other, unfortunately, those, those other currencies that they're going to give us as an alternative will probably be like CBDCs. They're going to mostly be digital. There's another article that I'm not going to get into, but is silver more valuable for manufacturing or as currency? And there's a whole link to that video. Uh, next report. IRS warns of new $600 reporting threshold, January 1st, that will usher in CBDCs, central uh, bank digital currency, which I just mentioned. The payment apps were previously required to send users a 1099-K form if their gross income exceeded 20000 um, meaning payments that you receive through things, uh, different apps that you could receive payments in where maybe you were being paid for some service you performed or maybe something you had sold online, okay? Usually, up until this point, you only got a 1099-K form from the IRS if, or they were only required to send that if your gross income from all these things exceeded $20,000 or they had 200 separate transactions within a calendar year. But the new threshold is just $600, so if you've earned more, I believe this is total, than $600 from any kind of payment or something you sold, now you have to do a 1099K form from Satan, okay? Critics warn that small businesses and low-income and middle-class Americans are targeted. Of course they are, because they're, like I said, the middle-class in particular has been slated for destruction for a long time. It is a honeypot for IRS audits. These changes were created by the American Rescue Act because this is going to rescue so many people. This was the American Rescue Act of 2021 despite Joe Biden saying that no one under $400,000 would be targeted. I mean, I guess earning maybe under $400,000 would be targeted by his tax plan but old child molester joe would never lie to you never youtube personality neil mccoy ward explained that this scheme is going to be used to bring the central bank cbdc and eighty-seven thousand new irs hires are slated to force the new tax on the people now i don't think this is going to be instantaneous okay um but i wanted you to be aware of it just as a as a heads up, I'm here to warn about these types of things. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and play some of this uh, this video here. The IRS has just come out and reaffirmed that they are going to be going ahead with this new change to the tax threshold. It's absolutely crazy. Previously, it was twenty thousand dollars per year that you had to do a tax return on. Now they're bringing that threshold down right to $600. Yes, this is serious. This is not a joke. And this comes into force one month from 
today. It's not like you've got a year to, you know, plan this and start looking into it. No, a month from today. And there's a lot of reports that many people will just instantly assume this is a mistake. Why would it go from 20000 down to $600 just like that? And they will actually throw away these 1099 forms. I was actually looking into these 1099 forms, and I'll show you on the screen share uh, very shortly, just how many of them there are. There are 20 different forms. So if it wasn't complicated enough for people, you know, depending on what it is that you're doing to earn money, and a lot of people that earn side hustle money, this is going to be an absolute nightmare. And it's ironic because the whole point of the current administration launching this was to stop tax avoidance, to raise tax revenue and all these other things. But they said it was to stop tax avoidance with big business. Well, think about that for a second. Does that make any sense at all logically? Big business, they'll be doing a tax return reporting anyway. 20,000 is probably one transaction to some of these big guys. So I think it's complete nonsense. I think they're just deliberately targeting the poorest in society. A lot of people that might do lower income work, um, middle class as well, middle class people that might do something on the side. I know a lot of people do things like eBay or Etsy or, you know, crafting or all sorts of other side hustles. Well, now it's been reported that all of these third party apps have actually been tracking all of this and sending these reports to the government. Yes, no surprise there. And I wanted to read out some of the comments from the general public as to what they think about this. Then we're going to go to the shared screen and go through a lot of the data here. Um, someone commented, if I spend that money to buy a car or shoes or, or groceries, I pay sales tax on top once again. How many times should they be allowed to tax the same money? <laughs> well, let me just answer that question real quick. The reason the government are doing this is something called money velocity, or you may know it as the velocity of money. So each time that money comes into your hand and you spend it, guess what? The government taxes it every single time. You get the money, you go to the supermarket, you spend it, it gets taxed. You pay tax on it as a salary or however you earn your money. The supermarket pays the employee. They get they, There's a tax there that goes to the government. So it keeps going round. That's, that's what money velocity is all about. It's You see this tax every single time it goes round. So is it any surprise now that the government is, is claiming this is going to plug this debt hole and they're going to start taxing people at $600? Not really. Another comment said they are basically trying to make it impossible to have a small business or a side hustle. I think this is an assault on the middle class and small business, especially since it was touted as going after big business, but it obviously affects the small business and individual people. And then the last comment was quite interesting, which was, well, when the CBDC comes in, this is all going to be irrelevant anyway, because what's going to happen the government is going to tax you at source. So when you have your digital wallet with the government, forget about commercial banks and everything else because eventually they'll be phased out. It'll just be you and the government with your digital wallet. They will tax you at source and then it's up to you to reclaim that tax money. These are the things that are coming, ladies and gentlemen. So here was the CNBC article on this. IRS warns taxpayers about new $600 threshold for third-party payment reporting. This is quite an interesting article, actually. But let me just show you the key points I've highlighted here. 
Before 2022, the federal form 1099K reporting threshold was for taxpayers with more than 200 transactions worth an aggregate above $20,000. However, Congress slashed the limit as part of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Who exactly is being rescued? That is my question. And a single transaction over $600 may now trigger the form. Now, let me just show you how many of these forms there are. 1099, you've got this one, uh, this one, uh, INT, DIV, G, R, B, S, uh, miscellaneous, NEC. They do this on purpose so that you're just totally confused and you never know what's going on and they can come in and swoop in and nail you for doing this or doing that because you couldn't figure out you know all of their lying evil wicked tax forms and things of this nature i mean this is going to be an absolute nightmare for the average person the whole point and why people do these side hustles and things like that in the first place is so that they, they don't have to deal with this enormous headache of filling in all these forms. For some people, and now I know many of you will fill it in yourself and you're probably quite familiar with it, but for some people that just are not good at tax and not good at these forms, it is gonna cause them a huge amount of stress on top of all of the stress that we already have with inflation and all of these other issues going into a recession, an employment rate rising um, most likely next year, which I think it, it, it will do. This is not gonna help people. This isn't gonna improve productivity. This is gonna reduce productivity because so many people and companies and now accountants and everyone else, and of course at the IRS, Everyone's going to have to start taking more time to fill in all of these forms and reporting. It is going to be an absolute admin nightmare. Okay, I, I kind of went ahead a little bit and um, we're going to play another couple more minutes here. Time for thinking. It's quite clear to me what's going on here. This is all in preparation for this CBDC launch where, as I've said before multiple times, this will create digital slavery for everyone. Right. All exactly. of us will all be in the same boat. And I know there's lots of arguments around, well, I'm going to transact with gold and silver and cryptocurrency and all these other things, which is great. And I own all these things as well. It's a very novel concept and I hope it works. But that's why they've got this digital ID that's going to have, that's going to track everything about you. They already have most of this information anyway and all the data collection. That's how all of this fits together. There really, really isn't going to be much of an escape unless you... Well, there's an escape through the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't... He doesn't... He's not doing... Coming at this from a Christian perspective. Um, I'm just saying God can make a way where there seems to be no way. That's my reality. Okay? And we never get need to get too far away from that because if we do, then what happens is, is we start operating in a spirit of fear. And the fear of, and this is the fear of man, and the fear of man bringeth a snare, which is a trap. Okay, so bear in mind when you're hearing from somebody like this, coming at it from a purely non-biblical standpoint, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty tough to take. To some sort of small island or you're part of a community that's completely self-sufficient, there really isn't much escape away from all of this. 
And now we kind of know why the IRS says its 87,000 new hires could help collect as much as $1 trillion by forcing tax cheats to pay up. So again, they can't even get their numbers straight. At one point, they're saying it's $8.4 billion. Now they're saying on this article, it's going to be $1 trillion. Well, no, all you're going to do is create resentment with good, honest, hardworking people. Because if you think of how much we're talking about here, this $600 upwards, this is a drop in the ocean compared to these huge corporations that set themselves up in, let's say, tax havens. They don't pay the taxes anyway. See, what they could do is they could focus on these sort of areas and, and focus on these big companies, investigate these companies that are doing tax dodging and, and all these other scandals that we keep seeing all the time. The biggest industry for this is the banking sector, the financial sector. There are so many scandals and scams going on here that it would just blow your mind if you did all the research that I have to do on these things. It's mind-blowing. And yet, rather than going after the hundreds of billions here, they go after $600 with individuals. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay, so I think you got the kind of the gist of it there. Um, and I've, I've gotten it. I'm just going to briefly skim over this. I've covered this many, many times. Where do your hard-earned IRS tax dollars really go? Uh, if you think the IRS is lawful and that your income taxes goes to running the United States, watch. It's America, freedom, and fascism. There's a link to that. And um, <clears throat> basically, the Grace Commission determined back in 1982 that... Um, Resistance to income tax, income tax would be more, more widespread if people were aware that one third of all their taxes are consumed by waste and inefficiency in the federal government, as previously identified, with two thirds of everyone's personal inf income taxes wasted or not collected. 100% of what is collected is absorbed solely by the interest on the federal debt. In other words, all individual income taxes revenues are gone before one nickel is spent on services taxpayers expect from the government. Nothing you pay in the IRS goes to run in this country. Nothing. Okay. Yet, that's when you say, he pays his taxes. Like, the IRS one is the only one that counts. When it does nothing. Nothing. To running this country. At all. We get nothing for it. We get bondage for it. More facts regarding the IRS. Number one. The IRS is not a U.S. governmental agency. It is an agency of the International Monetary Fund. And here's all the the references you can reference to cite what I'm saying. Two, the IMF is an agency of the United Nations. Next point, the U.S. Treasury is now the International Monetary Fund. So, it's a big, gigantic scam joke bondage mechanism, essentially. Um, regarding this particular subject, I like to interject a lot of scripture. The Lord's protection um, and deliverance. Psalm 77, just some of the verses there. I cried unto, unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice. And he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. And I said, this is my infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also on thy works and on the talk of thy doings. Thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. 
So who who is so great a God as our God? Now the word sanctuary from the lexicon, from the Hebrew there, the what does that mean? It means sanctuary means holiness, sacredness, or set apartness. So the way to God is through holiness and set apartness and you know that type of thing. And I don't mean living some type of self-righteous life, but you know, um, I think we can look in the New Testament and you know look at what Jesus laid out, what the New Testament lays out is what a righteous life would look like. Okay, um, <clears throat> verse fourteen: Thou art the God that doest wonders; thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people. So just some verses to, to, to think about. I mean, there's so many verses in Psalms by itself regarding the Lord's protection. Um, Psalm 64, you've heard me talk a lot about that particular Psalm where you're asking God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. Okay, um, praying something like that every day. If you're not familiar with that, just came Psalm 64. At contendingfortruth.com, I did a whole teaching on that. Okay, so that's all the time I have for part one. Uh, God bless you, and see you in part two.